Dr. Amalia Gonyas Malka, welcome to Womanity, Woman in Unity, the show that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in their struggles for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights, democracy, racism, socioeconomic class division, and gender-based violence. Joining us in studio today is award-winning musician Wanda Baloy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. And to begin with, we'd like to track back a little bit on history. Mm. So your music career started almost two decades ago mm. with the all-girl group Ghetto Love in the mm. 1990s. Mm. You evolved into solo jazz vocalist and more recently you've been incorporating DJing. Mm. You earned a Cora Award for Best African Arrangement in 2004, along with two Sama nominations and a Channel O Music Video nomination in 2005 and 2006. Mm. Please, can you share with us a few of the landmarks in your career? Mm. There's been a couple. Um, I think for me the most important landmark is my beginning of entering the industry, which was the group uh, Ghetto Love. For me, if it wasn't for that group, if it wasn't for that opportunity, I don't think I would have evolved into the many stages that I am today, you know, or where I get to where I am today. And um, just sharing stages with so many phenomenal artists learning from so many people every day as we go any opportunity i'm given to express my gift is is a highlight for me so for me those are endless highlights so i cannot say this is better than the other or whatever because no matter what size it is it's still an opportunity to share but get love really gave you that launch pad put you into absolutely. your the trajectory and, and starting your absolutely, career. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know that your family is a musical background. Yes. How did that frame and, and shape you? Oh, it definitely did. My dad is my most favorite, if not the best male vocalist I've ever heard. I'm not, I always have to emphasize, I am not being biased because he's my dad. He is literally the best vocalist I've ever heard. I've never heard anything better than him. Unfortunately, he is not the biggest in terms of everybody knowing who he is, but in his craft and what he's done, oh my God, he's my biggest inspiration, my biggest influence. I grew up with him taking me to his rehearsal spaces where he would rehearse with uh, Loading Zone, you know, with the bands that he worked with back then. And just watching that whole process without knowing, it left something in me. I didn't know as a young girl. I had no idea. I was just accompanying, <laughs> like she's accompanying me. So I, I didn't know that one day I would follow in his footsteps. It's almost like this osmotic effect that exactly. you're exposed in this environment and just soaking it up. Exactly, absolutely. And in music, we mentioned a little bit offline, what's really important is about reinvention, mm. staying relevant. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about your style of music genres and that sort of evolution? I know. Oh, you know what? I, I always have this... Um, it's it's not an argument, but it's 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 a it's a kind of discomfort, if you can say, um, when labeled a specific genre. 
I'm labeled as a jazz singer. I'm not a jazz singer. <laughs> I'm not a jazz singer. I have elements and influences of jazz. I'm not a jazz singer. You understand what I mean? I, I'm, I look at people who are 100% purely jazz people, and I'm not that. I'm elements of that. Everyone who creates a certain craft has influences from different things and those are the influences that I have and unfortunately I have to agree to that because that's how I'm perceived to be but at the end of the day I am not a I'm not a, a jazz singer I'm not actually a labeled singer I'm a singer I'm versatile I, I do what feels right and what feels good to me at that moment but my influences are definitely rooted in jazz my influences are definitely rooted in soul and definitely rooted in infracentric sounds so I have elements of every piece of sounds that I love from across the world and those are the influences that make my sound so we've got your dad coming mm -hmm. through, we've got jazz, we've got soul, we've got Afrocentric, mm -hmm. so almost creating a bit of an eclectic mix mm -hmm. to form your sound, mm -hmm. your, your, your persona and your, your own genre. Absolutely. <laughs> Music's always been a tremendous inspiration to people and occasionally it's been exploited to influence political and social agendas around the world. How do you see the role of musicians in this regard and is there a fine line between what would be regarded as positive or negative influence on people's lives? Um, I think both are important. I think the influence that musicians play or the role rather that they play in society is important whether it is good, wrong or bad it's there you know because as people we are different and whatever message that I'm giving through sound through voice is received differently whether good or bad so the second medium if not the most if not the first medium used to to get through people is music politicians after if if someone wants to send a message the first way is through music so how you perceive it is your decision but the message was sent to you so to answer your question whether if it's good or if it's bad the fact that there is a pos there's 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 an opportunity for you to send that message through music that's the important thing and it's up to the interpretation of the listener how you take it yeah and on that note, have you got particular topics that form part of the the lyrics or when you're making your songs? Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very um, personal kind of writer. I write what relates to me. I write what I'm experiencing in my life. Um, most of my albums are very personal. So my last album is called Love and Life. That's my love life <laughs> and my life so I talk about things that resonate with me that I experience because I feel I can tell the story better if it's coming from me and how does that make you feel putting yourself out into the public domain 
it shows the level of comfort I am with being naked. I put myself out there naked to the world and how you perceive it doesn't matter as long as I have said this is who I am. So if I walk down the road and however people will be like, oh no, but that's who she is. So I want my music to have a reflection of who I am so I don't have to explain who I am. It speaks for itself. So people are always say oh wow she's so humble I'm not humble <laughs> I'm just who I am you know what I mean mm. I don't have to put on a, a a cape or put on anything that says okay now I'm moving into this artistry world no I flow as I am so it's authenticity it's expression of own values 100% and that's a bit of a challenge sometimes because we live in this world which is becoming more and more public uh, social media is yes. prevalent in, in every sphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's opportunities and also I- issues in terms of how you navigate mm-hmm. and negotiate. And it allows, I would say from a person in the industry you're in on mm-hmm. the entertainment side, mm-hmm. an opportunity to resonate and reach out and connect to fans mm-hmm. and also have Pull that reciprocal out. feedback. Oh, yeah, and pulling out as mm-hmm. well. How do you navigate? Um, I think I decide how I want to control myself first and how I want to portray myself in the, indus- in, in the public. So um, I throw myself in as real, as I said before, as I am. Um, and I sometimes feel I am being so pulled into this world that I am now no longer me, then I pull out. You know, So I have a balance of in and out (laughs) you know I know when to come in and when to come out so I enjoy that balance and I control it in a way that it works for me yeah and that's important because it can be all consuming yes it is and the more people that are connecting with you the harder it it becomes to navigate we've spoken a bit about you as an individual and your musical influences and how you project and the type of content uh, that you discuss uh, within your lyrics mm-hmm. now i'd like to ask you a little bit more of i suppose a broader based picture of what it means to be a woman in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. we see a lot of artists mm-hmm. performing um but in some of the conversations i've had with other ladies they still say that when you look at the production elements or some of the behind the scenes on who's pulling the strings mm-hmm. that there's still a strong element of male domination mm-hmm. what's your view um my view is this when I first started the industry back in the days of Ghetto Love, it was predominantly male-dominant overall industry, performance and behind the scenes. And I come from a mind frame of understanding that there is no excuse for whatever and wherever you are. Looking back then and now, things have changed. We find more females in the front, more female artists. We find females producing. We find females doing music, directing females, doing camera. I don't like to use the term, I don't like to differentiate male, female. I like to think of things in a way of, what can I do? 
what skills do I have to add on to the lack of thereof in terms of the female if we're talking gender base how can I bring forth that addition to add on the scale of expertise in that field so from when I started definitely there was a lack there are females in the industry and now it's flooded you know what I mean so I don't like to speak that tone of male female I don't like that I like to look and say okay this is where we are this is what I have what can we do I also think what's important though is about making sure that the opportunities are open that there aren't barriers to allow people to choose whatever skill set they want or what type of career they want to pursue I don't think we are in that time where there are barriers I don't think so unless I'm not living in this world I don't think there are um, I'm sitting with a whole doctor right here you know what I mean um, I have an opportunity to get on stages with various people young and old no I don't think so if there is then there is an opportunity to fix it because I don't believe that we are living in a time of it's difficult to ABC you know what I mean and the more women that are involved it creates almost for me this this role modeling effect and mentorship view that people see physically that this can be a reality and we have so much of it we have so many women organizations we have so many women inspirational places I mean this month this month coming month alone is a woman's month and it's flooded with so many powerful women doing so many amazing things so the the sound of it's impossible doesn't sound possible to me you know what I mean there's just so many opportunities for females out there if we're going to categorize it in a gender base. But I think that's one of the positive benefits. That's why when we have these types of discussions, it's so refreshing to see this tangible evidence of change exactly. that has taken place. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's our role to show that the, the, we need to give them a list of here what you can there's a list of what you can and there's a list of where you can go who you can speak to we don't need a list of how can you know we don't need that we need of the how can's to know you can they're here there's solutions we need solutions and if there's problems we need to give them the answer we can't sit and and there are issues that we don't have um um, let me not use the word solutions but, but that there are issues that we're dealing with like the abuse issues this, these are things that we cannot control you understand what I mean these are beyond our control we don't have the I can list answers because that's beyond us but in terms of what we can do with our given skills we have answers for that and I think it's about using the power that you have exactly to affect the change you that you want to make and in many cases, or in many instances, listening to this conversation today with you, you have become a role model to other women, mm. particularly younger women that are coming up through the ranks. Mm. How do you feel about that? I love it. Um, for me, the thing is, 
when you start something, you never know what the end result of something is going to be. All you know is that you're, f- you're following something that you truly believe in and you're energized every day to keep doing and pushing whatever it is that you have and what you do. And you look back, you're like, damn, it's been over 30 years I'm doing this thing or over 20 years or however many years you've been doing it and you have people like wow we acknowledge we respect for me I look at it as as um, it's like giving God back his gift that he gave to you that's a return returning his favor by saying yes okay these are my babies these are my children this is how we do it. This is how I use me. Use me. In the same way the Lord died for our sins, use me. I made the mistakes. I the reason we have um the 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 laws or maybe the reason we have the way things are the way the way things run now is because of the mistakes that were done before. So people say, no, don't follow this. We get more education in terms of the music industry, understand your contracts, royalties, no, blah, blah, blah. There's so many things to it. So I'm like, guys, listen, you have a gift. You have a talent. Nobody can come into your house and steal it. They can steal your TV. They can steal your bed. They can steal your couch. They can steal your car. They can steal anything. They cannot steal your gift. They can never steal that. It's unstealable if there's such a word. But um, what you can do to protect it is to fill yourself with knowledge. Fill yourself with knowledge. Know as much. Ask as much. Read as much. Do all that you can to fill yourself with knowledge so you protect your gift. I think that's such an apt expression and it also reminds me of our current ethos and movement in the political space of send me. Yes, to my men. (laughs) Absolutely. You are listening to Womanity, Woman in Unity on Channel Africa, The African Perspective, on frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band, also available on DSTV channel 802. Today, we're talking to award-winning musician Wanda Beloy. We would love to receive your comments on Twitter at Womanity Talk. Still with a little bit of a focus on you, Wanda, we mentioned earlier that you've got this musical background that mm-hmm. comes through from your family influences. You also have a multicultural background, mm-hmm. including South Africa as well as Mozambique. Yes. What opportunities have you had to work in the continent and collaborate? Oh my God, I always love to call myself a cocktail African because I am one of those very lucky people who have a pool of uh, influences in terms of sound. I was born and raised in South Africa with um, Mozambican parents and family. So, um, it's crazy. So at home, we speak Portuguese you go out, you go to school, there's the Zulu, Sutus, there's English, there's all that. So there's like a kind of switch, switch. And then when you go home, you're listening to your, um, like when I speak about Javan from Brazil, who's like someone I've listened to forever. And I'm like, oh my God, I love him. That's a Brazilian influence. I love Brazilian music so much. Like, 
It's in my blood. Like, I love that music. And then you come back home and you listen to Abo, Le Tambo, Abo, Makeba, and it's like in your blood, you know. So, like, it's, I, I have a privilege of, 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 of having my blood spread through parts of Africa and through parts of the world, through sounds. And I find myself very blessed to be able to share pieces of me throughout the world because I travel and I sing in Portuguese, I sing in Zulu, I sing in English, I sing. People are like, well, like, what do you speak? <laughs> I'm like, I speak anything, like really, you know. So there's just this vibrance and, and this beautiful opportunity to just share who you are with at the same time being who you are and expressing that yes I'm South African yes I'm Mozambican blood yes I'm African and I'm not afraid and I don't have to choose pieces of it I can share who I am so I'm currently working on my fifth album and that's one of the things that I'm so excited about and this question answers exactly what I'm working on it's called my roots my roots yes so it's elements of who i am we're listening to you sound so enthusiastic and passionate with africa in your blood literally in Mm. your blood (laughs) across the continent plus now with this fifth album my roots can you share with us a a few lyrics or give us the inside scoop on anything I cannot share with you anything unfortunately because it's so baby 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 brand new I'm working with um, the amazing Sipostole I've always wanted to work with him Um, I think he when thinking about who I want to work with it it took a while it took about a year of um, doing my research in terms of what I want and the sounds and the traditions and da 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 we do research <laughs> pre-production so anyway um, when I thought about who do I want in, in, in production there's no other person that I could think of than Sipostole because he comes from a background of understanding root music and he's got people evidently that he's worked with Tandi Swamazwais, Pogazi, Putuma, The Soil, um, so many people that have root music and he, 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 five star, five star. And um, I went into studio with him to give it a test and see, you know, put your toe in the water, <laughs> see if it's going to work or not. And, you know, when they say God's timing is everything, and I do believe that, and that is definitely God's timing, and I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready to unleash my roots and me. <laughs> Have you got any expectations of when you anticipate it coming out? Um, it's definitely um, going to be something a project that we wanted to release this year but um we're not sure at this point if it's going to be a full album out this year or we'll probably just release in a single leading into into next year because what i do believe is there's no rush in time to creativity because you can't rush creativity 
there's just it's there's no law. There's it's it's not paperwork. It's not office work. It's creativity. Well, you have a privilege to be in that space. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. No, really. It's it. I mean, I know record labels work with um, time. We have got deadline. You need that album, la la la. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. It's it's a process. Do you understand that creativity is a process? How are you gonna sell it if it's not good enough? You you really need to, and 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 it also depends in the genre of work that you do. So, there there's the yearly albums, there's the five year albums, there's the two year. So it depends on the artist and the craft that you're doing. So we'll see as it goes. So this is definitely the next elements of of things for you. Absolutely post this or was it too early to tell in terms of what other milestones are oh, next no. on your agenda I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm excited in every moment I, I get excited in the moment and I give my all for everything that I'm doing in the moment so I mean I was sitting one day and I was performing at an event um dance i mean i do dance music house music and i was sitting and i'm like but i want to dj i didn't plan it it just it was a thought that came at that moment and i was excited and i jumped in it with toes and everything and i went to a djing um school and i learned how to dj and i created this brand and blah 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 so that's how it came about and the the only thing is why I want to work on my fifth album is because and and uh, if you listen to my interviews with Queen Choco, I want them to coexist. And people are like, oh, why did you stop singing? Now you did. De- I didn't stop singing. I wouldn't. I can't stop singing. You know what I mean? Wonder Boy is my foundation. It's 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 who made me whatever anything whatever I want to do. You know me because of what I've done. So it's your primary brand. That's my primary brand. So this is just an addition to who I am and what I do, but it doesn't eliminate that. So I, the reason I want to do the album and the project is because I want the two brands to coexist. So it's adding more depth yes. and more dimensionality. Yes. Now one of the questions that I ask all my guests on this program who've made tremendous achievements in their respective fields of disciplines Mm. is about some of the factors of success Mm. so some people speak about hard work others talk about perseverance in your opinion what have been some of the key drivers to your success Mm. I think um, my success is defined by my ability of waking up and always having the gift to do what I love that's a success for me um, being able to travel the world being able to share stages being able to recreate and at the same time being able to sit with friends and family and enjoy the space and time that's a success I think success is a balance you know, I think success is not forgetting the other. Success mm. is being able to work hard, have great work ethic, push and believe in what you do, but at the same time take a step back. And you also sound 
to be someone who it's important to give back to. Oh, yes. So it's not only about I have achieved, but it's also about who else I've helped along the way. So when you take a step back, you're able to analyze, you're able to see, you're able to listen, you're able to share, you're able to give and be given to in return. So it's like a reboot. Giving is receiving. It doesn't take anything away from you. I know your dad has been instrumental in your life mm-hmm. as a strong influence. Can you tell us who have been some of the strong women though in your life? Oh, my mom. <laughs> no doubt about that. My mother, 100%, no other way. She is and will always be my biggest everything. My biggest everything, literally. She's a strong woman. I was raised by her. Parents are separated from a very young age. She's a, she was a street vendor. She sold in the streets. Um, I remember when I was very young. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember she used to sell fat cakes. Do you know fat cakes? Yeah. <laughs> she used to sell fat cakes in the street corner. And I remember some mornings I would have to help her sell the fat cakes before we catch the train to go to school. So this is very early, like about four, because people go to work at very early hours. So this is f- like their breakfast yeah, lunch pack. The, the first train is at f- 10 past 5 a.m. if I'm not mistaken. So we have to be there in our school uniform and I'm selling fat cakes. Um, and then she moved like my mom was a hustler. She is a hustler. Um, I went to school. My education was paid off from her selling vegetables in the street corners of Bromfontein. And um, I was still in high school. I remember while I was in, I started singing while I was still at school. And my first royalty check from Samro, I think it was about back then, maybe about 10,000 rand. I don't remember. I gave it to her. I gave it to her and she opened her first shop. She opened her first little shop. I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget that. So I respect any woman that takes off the mask of pride and does anything to support and sustain her family and that's what I come from. Well, mom's love. And when you say that your mother really is everything, I think you've epitomized everything. And I'm sure you've learned some of those skills, hustling, entrepreneur. Absolutely. Hard work, work ethic, respect, respect the next person. I learned so much from her without her even knowing what she's fed me. She doesn't know how big she is to me. And so wonderful that you gave back in a way which actually has given her even more opportunities. Mm. Please, can you share with us a few of the pivotal moments in your life growing up? Wow. Um, One of the moments I spoke about earlier was when my dad used to take me to the rehearsals when I was young and that was my first experience of watching music and musicians you know band rehearsals and stuff and I'm like wow this is so cool um we were a very nomadic family so we moved quite a lot so there was there wasn't a stable like home base so we're constantly hopping from one place to the other um 
I remember beautiful moments at home. My dad would play his guitar and sing to 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 us. It was just my brother and I too. Um, and um, beautiful moments of yeah, my mom. I think I'm a great cook. <laughs> I don't know about you or anyone, but I really think I'm a great cook because of her. So back then, we didn't have the, like, machines to whatever, bake and all that. So she would make us, oh, gosh, hand whisking. Yo, 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 like I really, I exercised. <laughs> like you moved, you turn the butter and sugar into cream. You know that? So she taught me how to bake. She taught me the cooking experience like my mom used to make ice cream and like she's a great but like now she's just lazy and tired i don't know if it comes with age but she's like whatever but all those skills she gave to me so when i visit her she stays in 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 dublin right now so when i visit her um I always cook for her. She always like, oh, what are you cooking? So now she enjoys me cooking for her. It's like now I'm the mother. <laughs> so all the things that she taught me, she's enjoying it. So I absolutely enjoy cooking for people, for friends, for her, you know, for anybody. I, I absolutely enjoy cooking. But I don't, surprisingly, I don't enjoy cooking for myself. Interesting. But I think it's about the, the generosity and seeing the appreciation yes. and other people enjoying. Absolutely. I think so too. <laughs> now, lastly, as we close out today, it's in commemoration of Women's Month. Could mm. you please share with us a few words of inspiration that you'd like to pass on to young ladies listening to us? Ooh, I just got like a, a chills. Um, you know, let me tell you, we're living in a time where it's a bittersweet moment for women because yes we have amazing women powerful women doing amazing things but at the same time we have women who are being abused who are silenced by abuse because they feel they can't support themselves so they accept the abuse because what are they going to do? Where are the children going to go? Da, 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 da. My mother once said, and when I really say she's everything, she's really everything. She once said to me when I was young, before I even understood it, it's important for a woman to be independent. Because once you become independent, you subconsciously have a voice. You can say no. And it's social independence and financial exactly. independence. Exactly. So that independence comes with a lot so when you don't have anything to sustain yourself you fall into any hole and any trap so I'm speaking to the women who are forced with silence that there is an opportunity to be heard and being heard starts with anything that you like to do. It starts with anything. I said my mother sold vegetables in the street. You take off the mask of shame and fear and all these things. And think about yourself. Think about you. Another thing is women shouldn't be afraid to say no. They shouldn't be afraid when it's time 
to say no I don't want this this is not for me and you walk away from it because you are the most important person to yourself first so women um, women have all the power to become anything that they want to do but at the same time become mothers become wives become sisters become anything that they want to do but have an independent voice have that it doesn't mean because you have a voice you have a career you you can't be a wife you can it's just that comforting pillow to know that I can walk and say I want that dress and I can buy it for myself I don't have to ask anyone to do that for me and I can do it with what I love to do I love sewing I love singing I love dancing I love helping people. I love whatever. Start with whatever you like. Start there. You can. You can. Thank you. I think that is a wonderful message of finding your voice. Don't be afraid to make your own decisions. Seek out your independence and become the woman that you were destined to be. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been lovely having you on our show today. And we wish you all the very best in the next steps of the future. We look forward to the release of My Roots mm -hmm. and hope you can come back and tell us how it's going. Absolutely, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> you have been listening to Womanity, Woman in Unity on Channel Africa, The African Perspective. And we have been talking to award-winning musician Wanda Beloy.